Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world, world of, of food. food. First, Krispy Kreme just launched new and improved coffee made with richer uh, richer and better beans. Mm. Second, good news when it comes to your grocery bill. Price increases slowed, but it does depend on what you put in your cart. If you bring home, you have to bring home more bacon to buy bacon, <laughs> steak and salad dressing and fruit juice. What got cheaper? Eggs, butter, hot dogs, and prepared salads. And finally, in the world of food, did you hear early bird dining is sweeping the nation? No kidding. It used to be the cool kids would never be caught dining at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Now it's so popular, some restaurants are opening for dinner at 4 the shift away from later dinners uh, seems to have uh, a, an effect. It came into being after the pandemic because, you know, you work from home, you don't have a commute. And the moment you turn off the computer, you're free. Kids are hungry. So you're like, mm. let's go eat. Let's go. <laughs> and so now restaurants are so busy at huh. early bird times. No kidding. Coming up, do you ever hope and dream that your kids will follow in your career footsteps? Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news! Ever hope and dream your kids will follow in your career footsteps? Back in 1994, a pilot for Southwest Airlines named Ruben Flowers took a photo in the cockpit with his young son in the co-pilot seat. Really cute picture. Okay. Well, it's been 30 years. They got to recreate that photo because his son is now a Southwest pilot. And got to sit shotgun on his dad's very last flight before he retired. No kidding. The younger Ruben, they're both named Ruben. The younger Ruben said, it was a dream of mine to make it to this point and fly with my dad. In fact, it was probably my number one aviation goal was to be on a plane and co-pilot with my dad. Huh. Isn't that awesome? That is. It shows you like... What a strong friend, a uh, relationship they have as yeah. father and son. I never thought any of uh, my kids would follow me, my footsteps into broadcasting, or as we like to call it now, content creation. But my daughter Amber would be an awesome radio host. She oh, yeah, would be she so would. good. She's just she's got that like I don't know that spark. little spark, that little thing. She's a that good in- storyteller. Yes, too. absolutely, and she loves people. She'd be great at it. Have you ever had something happen like borderline catastrophic and you're home by yourself with no backup? Like, I've fallen and I can't get up. One of one of those kind of moments. Uh, my wife had that happen the other day. It turned out okay, but I wish we would have had a camera in our garage to catch it. I'll tell you what happened next. I don't know if you're, you're like me, but uh, cameras inside the house, they kind of freak me out. I don't want yeah. them. But but I kind of wish we would have had them the other day for something that happened to my wife uh, in the garage. She's okay. She didn't get hurt. So that's why I feel like we can tell the story and all get a good laugh out of it. We have shelving in our garage up against the walls. um, Pretty robust shelving that's to store like cleaning supplies and stuff like that on like uh, laundry detergent, uh, Ziploc bags, like all that kind of stuff that you need. But you don't want to junk up your kitchen with it. So we keep it all out there. And we always go to Costco for that kind of stuff. So it's like in bulk. It's a lot of stuff. And we put it on that shelf, and it's always precarious because you're like, mm, I hope the shelf can take this. Boy, Uh-oh. I hope the shelf doesn't fall. Uh-oh. Well, she was home by herself the other day, and the shelf that stands about six feet high, she put something on the shelf, and all of a sudden, it started moving forward. She was <gasps> like, oh, no, and it starts moving forward even further. Move, starts moving forward to the point where it's going to fall, so she puts her hands up, and she catches it. Like, two or three items fall off, but she's standing there holding it, and she's by herself. Uh-oh. 
And she tried like pushing it back. And right when she like moved her hands, it started coming again. So it's coming down. And she's like, what am I going to do? She thought my daughter April was home. She's like, April, April, come help. April either had her AirPods in or was too far away, couldn't hear. Uh-oh. So the, what, what would you have done? What would you have done in that, um, that case? Is the shelf going to, is it all going to land on a car? No, it's going to land on hard concrete floor. And there's like, by the way, on like the higher shelves, like laundry detergent. So if it hits, it's going to explode everywhere. What would I do? Um, I guess I would maybe try to use one hand and start removing as many items as I can mm. first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hold, use one hand to hold it up. The other <laughs> hand is just like, because that way it's like a controlled fall. <laughs> I still can't bend down to put the laundry right. detergent on the floor, but it's slower. Right. Um, and then once I did all that, if I still had no one come rescue me, mm-hmm. I would let go and run out of the way and just let it fall <laughs> because otherwise I'd be stuck there all day long. Okay. What she decided to do was to gently try to get it as far down as she could with stuff like f- the stuff's falling off while she's doing it, get it as far down as she could. So the impact was minimized. It wasn't like boom. So yeah, it. It went. In other words, she lowered the shelf as slow as she could. Yeah, 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 yeah. She ah, lowered the shelf as, as slow as she could. Got it. Minimum impact. But that's why I was at Costco last night buying two steel, <laughs> not plastic. These these are steel shelving units, which now I got to put together. So, oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so funny. Kevin was talking the other day about how there's a certain age group that remembers what it was like to have a phone book in the house, a Yellow Pages And get this, there is a company that right now is in the process of developing a perfume that smells like the yellow pages. (laughs) It's going to be a limiter. I guess that's just how nostalgic the phone book is for people. They say it's a timeless and familiar scent and it's going to be created to transport the mind and the senses back to the past when we used to experience the joy of carrying around a five-pound phone book. <laughs> More specifically, they say it's going to have notes of bergamot and lemon, followed by rich, woody scents of cedar and musk with sweet vanilla. Yeah, hopefully it won't smell like one of those phone books. Remember these? You used to see them uh, if the phone was exposed to the rain, and the phone, they, the pages would be all rain-stained Ew. and wrinkly and swollen. This thing smelled terrible. Hopefully it doesn't smell like public phone book. <laughs> hey, when you score a great bargain... Isn't half the fun just telling everyone about your fine? I mean, how many people have I said, I got my dress for my niece's wedding for $13? Taylor never, someone compliments on half. Oh, TJ Maxx. <laughs> it's like you cannot resist. <laughs> it's too fun. Oh, TJ well, Maxx. Check this out. A woman named Emily just hit the wedding dress jackpot at a Goodwill in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. She found. A six thousand dollar designer wedding dress for twenty five bucks. What? <laughs> it's a French designer named Gaila Lahav. I'm not fancy enough to know who that is, but Paris Hilton and Beyonce have recently worn her, including Paris Hilton when she got married. Millions of people are in disbelief at Emily's find. Even better, it fits her like a glove, wow. so she doesn't have to pay for alterations. What's wild? She's not engaged. (laughs) So she's hoping it still fits when she's ready to get married someday. (laughs) I want to know the backstory. Who 
Who has that much money that they could buy that gown and then just go, eh, give it to Goodwill? She thinks it might. Her theory is that, A, it was a God thing. And B, she thinks it was kind of like a pay it forward. Like maybe someone got stood up at the altar or whatever. And they wanted to like something good to come out of that dress. So she's made up her own backstory. Yeah. So they just put it at Goodwill. I don't know if that real story will ever come out. Yeah. So there is a phrase that a lot of ladies say that is the the polar opposite of good financial decision making. That is the polar opposite of what you should probably do when it comes to putting something on your credit card. And here's the phrase, Taylor. You, I know you've said it and I know you've heard your friend say it. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) Right? You know, it's a done deal at that point when that phrase comes out. So here's what I'm wondering, because everybody, times are tight, right? Everybody's trying to watch every penny, but how do you satisfy your shopping urge and not blow the budget? Would love to hear from you. Elena, we're talking to some world-class bargain hunters today. Now, are you one of them? I am, especially after having two kids and having number three coming in four weeks. (laughs) (gasps) How exciting! So what's your secret? Uh, My secret is Burlington, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and consignment stores. Mm -hmm. Ah, consignment works really well for kids, doesn't it? Okay, since you were talking about... Especially the big sales. Since you were talking about Marshalls, TJ Maxx land, which one of those stores is your favorite to go to? Like the Ross, TJ, those types of places. It honestly depends what I'm looking for. If I'm looking for shoes, it's definitely an Amazon purchase. But as Mm. far as clothes, we'll go to each of them because they're really close in my hometown. Uh And we'll just see... Who has what? And then if we like it, we will shop. If not, we just go to the next one. That's awesome. Has this ever happened to you? You go to one of the bargain stores and you see, like, I don't know, a shirt, a blouse. And you go like, oh, this is a great bargain. I'm buying it. Then you go to the next one and they have it and it's like 10 bucks cheaper. And you're like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Then you return it. You switch it out. My husband and I are both of the mindset to where if we can find it cheaper, we will return it and buy it cheaper. Yeah, Elena, I found a shorts romper the other day at this discount store. And on Poshmark, because I popped it into Google Shopping, it had no price tag on it. It would have been $90. I got it for $15.97. It was missing a button. And my mom was so proud of me because I sewed the button on. (laughs) (laughs) Way to shop. So this is kind of crazy, but I wore something the other day that women have been wearing for years and years. It's wildly popular. And I've never worn it in my life. And mm. it, it was an adventure. I'll okay. tell you about it next. <laughs> okay, so I attempted to wear something the other day that women around the world have been wearing for years and years. In fact, mm-hmm. it's one of the most successful companies in the world. And I finally bought my first pair of Spanx. <laughs> and it was for my niece's wedding. I was thinking something like, like I don't know, it, it was ancient, like that people, women have been wearing since the beginning of time, like a, a shawl or no, something. ever since Sarah Blakely <laughs> created the company in her own garage. And um, just to, to paint a picture of these, they come up to your um, the, the empire line, if that's a good way to explain it to women. And then they go down and look like bike shorts. Um, so they're... They cover a lot of areas. And um, let's just say getting them on the first time was a challenge. (laughs) And what I didn't think about, because I was rushing to get ready for the wedding, Uh my niece's wedding, because they were at family photos. We had to be at the venue at 3.30 p.m. And what I didn't think through was how much I love to drink water. 
and how challenging it would be every time I had to use the restroom <laughs> and hike up this ankle length gown up, get the spanks down, and it's Florida humidity and heat in Jupiter, Florida, where I grew up. And then after you're done, hike it all the way back up <laughs> and then make sure the dress is all the way back down. And it was I would be gone so long when I would tell my husband, hey, I'm going to go use the restroom. He'd be like, I'll see you after two songs <laughs> during the reception. Right. It took a while. Hold down the fort, honey. I'm going to be a minute. <laughs> the struggle is real. Okay, I, I've got a thought on the marketing genius that is Spanx. Because I think all they did was rename something that's been around for forever. We'll talk about it next. Taylor's just talking about buying her first pair of Spanx. Yeah, they're on Amazon now. It was very affordable and, compared uh, to how it used to be. I was I was raised by, by a single mom, so I was privy to a, a little bit more than your average average dude was of <laughs> what goes on with women getting ready to go mm-hmm. out and stuff like that. My yeah. mom would constantly be she'd be like in the I don't know the bathroom getting ready, and she'd be like, "I right, bring, bring me, I left my earrings on the counter. Bring them to me, right?" And I'd take them to her in the bathroom, and she's got the I don't know, the curling iron out and all her stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was privy to what goes on way more yeah. than an average dude. And correct me if I'm wrong, but are Spanx just a girdle? What you described sounds like like my mom used to have, and it was a girdle. Uh, let me look. Uh, let me Google and what is a girdle. The purpose of the girdle, girdle was to suck in and tuck away any... Uh, what Bridget Jones called jiggly bits, right? Mm-hmm. Is is that is that all that's been done with Spanx? Is they renamed something that's been around for forever? I think you might be right. It says a girdle is a belt or cord worn worn around the waist. Well, no, the, it, these were like uh, the, what we would now call compression shorts. Encircles the lower torso, extending below the hips, and worn to shape or for support. Yeah, you're right. So they just renamed it. All that all that Spanx is is a renaming. Hmm. Of what women have been struggling to get get on and pull up and tuck it and be like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> okay, I'm so comfortable. <laughs> my, f- my favorite story to this day is I was at Target and I was so excited because they had dresses on the hangers that had the shapewear built in. And I was shopping with my sister and I said, oh, I want to see what this looks like. I want to try this on. Not making this up, I completely got stuck in that dress. And thank God I was shopping with my sister because she, she came and rescued me. But if I would have had to ask a stranger for help out of that dress. I could not escape from the dress. I was right, trapped. Right, The Target employee would be like, now, ma'am. If we have to cut you out of this, you're going to pay for it. (laughs) Get the jaws of life. I'm stuck in this shapewear dress. Ever wonder if some of the stuff you see on TikTok really works? A woman posted this hack for getting rid of migraines. If you get a migraine and you want to get rid of it fast, all you got to do is get as hot as water as you can handle and soak your feet in the water. Sure enough, a doctor confirmed that hot water helps to dilate the blood vessels in your feet which pulls the blood from your head down to your feet. And when that happens, it's going to ease the pressure in your head. And tons of people are responding, say it totally worked for them. Huh? Stick your feet in hot water next time you have a migraine. People I know that have migraines, they'll try anything. Oh yeah, my mom used to get them all the time. Worth a try. 
up in just a minute. How can you help your teens avoid the comparison trap? Man, it can be so easy to fall into the comparison trap, especially if you're a teenager. So what can a mom and dad do to help your kids avoid it? Well, first, point out when it's happening, when they're doing it. And you hear them saying things like, man, Kate is so popular. She has so many more friends compared to me. It's important for kids to realize that they're doing it. Help your kids realize that focusing on others can damage our own view of ourselves because comparison often results in disappointment and help them identify what makes them unique and remind them that they are fearfully and wonderfully made and they need to find their identity and who they are in Christ Mm. and his unconditional love, not in comparing yourself to other people. Have you nailed that? No, (laughs) but a girl can dream for the next generation, right? right? I'm a work in progress. I'm a kid under construction. Sound like my uncle Max. He'd sit there puffing on a camel. Whatever you do, don't smoke. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't, by the way, never did. So uh, Taylor's just talking about the comparison trap, and it it is true. I mean, we're talking about it with with our kids, and we'd love to hear from you if you've had to have that battle with your kids where you know they're comparing themselves to others or celebrities or whatever. How do you deal with that? But I jokingly said to you, Taylor, like, have you been able to do that? And you very honestly said no. Mm -hmm. Most of us can't, right? Most of us aren't capable of doing it. So what do you try to do to, to turn that around and you don't get stuck in that cycle of comparing yourself to others? We'd love to hear from you. We got an interesting topic uh, that we're, we're talking about. It's about comparison, the comparison trap, right? And it's funny you brought this up, Taylor, because I just read an article. I cannot remember what young celebrity it is, but uh, she was doing um, an interview, like an Instagram interview or something like YouTube video uh, about um, her beauty regime. Like, what does she do for skincare and makeup mm-hmm. application and all this stuff? And she talked about, I'm pretty sure this woman was like 25-ish And she talked about how, oh, yeah, I started like right when I turned 20 with Botox and fillers and all this other stuff because she was worried about aging in her 20s. I don't know about you. When I was in my 20s, aging was like the last thing on my mind. I couldn't care less. Right. And it seemed like kind of sad that that young and then they followed it up in the article with. But she's not alone. Plastic surgeons are saying like 30 percent of their clientele now is under 30 years old. It's crazy. And I, I totally blame social media. Well, I mean, everybody co- yeah. wants to look perfect. And I mean, when we were growing up, you got your picture taken maybe like twice a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now it's like every day. Right. Oh, and not only that, whatever that picture looked like, you were stuck with it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> there was no like, hey, let me get a look at that. No, can you retake it? Well, and like here, I'll be super vulnerable here for just a minute to okay. prove how bad it is. All right. Um, Kevin used to love doing these things like he would just catch me off guard, like no lipstick on. I don't who knows how I look. And he goes, studio selfie finally was such a pain to him about it. Like, I look terrible or let me go put my lips on or whatever. Now he just posts a picture of himself alone in the studio every single day on his social media. Sit still. No, I'm not saying I want to go back to that. I'm just saying, no. He just took a picture. Action shot. (laughs) So it it just shows you like just the what that I'm not there when it comes to truly finding my identity and only who I am in Christ and not how I look. Mm. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm obviously not there yet because I was such a whiny baby about (laughs) Kevin taking a picture of us every single day that now he posts himself alone. It looks like the Kevin show on his socials. There we got to go. And you look great there. Look at you. 
With your uh, red headphones on. Look at you. All right, I'm going to post that in a minute. But we'd love to hear from you. Is this resonating with you? Or are you like, like, oh my gosh, you were so hitting the nail on the head. Give us a call. So we're talking about the comparison trap and being a dad of four, particularly three daughters. This is a road that, I mean, I, I tried to get in front of it when my daughters were little so hard. But I like my one daughter. Uh, I would say, what color are your eyes? And she'd go blue. I go, no, what color are your eyes? And, and I told her so many, she goes, beautiful blue eyes. Because I really thought I was building up. I, I looked at their, their little uh, personalities, their little psyche as like a bank account. And I was trying to make so many positive deposits in their account because the world was going to come and take withdrawals mm-hmm. starting as soon as they were realized, oh my gosh, people judge you by how you look. As soon as that clicked in, I wanted them to have such a reservoir of positive affirmations that the world couldn't make a dent. That's really smart because I think dads have a huge influence on daughters oh, yeah. when it comes to appearance and looks. My All dad yeah. had this thing he did. He thought he was trying to teach me not to worry about looks at all and not mm-hmm. even think about it. And if I, I brought home a new outfit and tried it on, like, Dad, what do you think? He would go, come here, let me see if it's huggable. And I was like, Aww. oh, man, he must have thought I looked so bad Aww. that all I could think of was... Because I can see what see he was doing huggable. there. He had the best of intentions. He did. He did. It was kind yeah. of a swing and a miss with me personally. He was trying to deflect it to make you look at it differently. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, and yeah. He, he, he and my mom really did. They really... And I, they did a great job that... Beauty is fleeting. Like that's not what matters in the long term in life. And so they that was really important to them to instill in the five daughters. How do you feel about having commitments after work? Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about on a Friday. I'm talking about a weeknight, school mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. A big aspect of some jobs used to be after hours socializing, dinners with clients, happy hours with coworkers or team building events and parties. <laughs> But now, since the pandemic, everyone wants out the minute after work ends. Employers are shying away from taking up employees' personal time. So office events are more frequently scheduled during the work hours. For example, at the radio station, we've got a lunch coming up in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Or uh, just right after work rather than being booked for weekends or weeknights. Of course, there are people whose work is their life, but even crazy go-getters are flaking. Here's the thing, too. Uh, Friday afternoon meetings. Ugh. Who in their right mind? I mean, do you totally like not understand human nature and know you are not going to get not only does everybody get irritated with that, but you're not going to get the, the best out of everyone because all they're thinking about is who calls a meeting on a Friday afternoon? Right. Right. Un- unless unless it's a pink slip, <laughs> <laughs> meaning you're getting fired. Unless it's that. Have it on like a Tuesday. That's when you're going to get the most out of people. Right. I don't know that there's any happier feeling in the world when a parent sees their kids happy and thriving. And I cannot wait to share with you how happy and thriving one of my kids is right now. I I think it's going to make you feel good, too. We'll talk about it next. So there's nothing that makes a parent's heart happier. I'm sure you feel this way, too, uh, than when your kids are doing well. When, when they're happy, you're happy. That, that whole happy wife, happy life, uh, that starts with mom feeling good about how the kids are doing. <laughs> if mom's feeling good about how the kids are doing, everybody's happier. But um, one of our kids in particular, all four of them seem to have hit a pretty sweet spot right now. So trying to enjoy that. But one of them in particular, my youngest daughter, April, her birthday's coming up in a few days. And uh, man, the, in the last year, she has just been through a roller coaster of stuff. I mean, crazy relationship stuff and jobs not working out stuff. It's just like everything that you could have happen to you as a young 20-something has been kind of going on in her life. Mm. It hasn't been an easy ride. 
And she's hit a spot right now where she's found a job that she really loves. Oh, awesome. And the guy that she's been seeing for you know, more than a few months now uh, really treats her like a queen. I mean, awesome. just really, really looks after her. And yesterday he was at the house and then we called him in the living room and said, hey, can you uh, come out here and leave April in the kitchen so we can chat with you about the birthday plans? Because we didn't know what he had planned for him. We wanted him to be able to take her out or whatever. And we found out, I'm not going to spoil it, but you know, he's got some pretty fancy plans in mind for nice. him. Nice. Um, and we were like, wow, if anyone deserves it after the last year she's been through, it's April. Oh, that makes me happy. So yeah, we were awesome. we were just like, when he walked out of the room, I looked over and Tracy's crying. I'm like, are you crying because we're not going to be taking her out on her birthday? She's like, no, I'm crying because I'm so happy for her because she deserves someone treating her that well. I have really good news for you. If you have the travel bug, you really want to go somewhere and there's someone you really miss and you want to go visit. I'll tell you about it next. I have really good news for you if you uh, missed out on summer travel, like maybe you just sat at home and watched everyone's amazing vacations on social media and you're like, <laughs> wah, wah. Or maybe there's someone you really want to visit. You're like, oh, I haven't seen them in forever. I want to go visit my mom or my dad or a sister or a brother. Okay. They are dropping airline prices like a rock. No kidding. Yeah, they say um, domestic travel here in the U.S., um, the average price for a ticket in the fall, 211 bucks. Round trip? Round trip. No kidding. And I saw that my niece, is, she just sent me like, what do you think of these flights? Can I come visit you this time? You and, you know, there's um, another, my sister lives here. She wants to come visit. She, the tickets were like 211 mm. from Palm Beach International to here. And that's really good price. Yeah. And then if you're like, you know what? That's it. I'm tired of watching everyone taking these trips of a lifetime. I know Kevin and Tracy are going on their Viking cruise in October. I want to go somewhere cool. International travel, they say, is down 31%. Mm. They say these prices are so good, they're better than 2019 pre-pandemic. No kidding. So, well, yeah. So, you might want to poke around yeah, on your lunch break. Traveling. Not during the workday. <laughs> <laughs> So Taylor, you have inadvertently, um, you you have decided what I'm going to be doing when I get off the air. Yeah. With talking about cheap airfare, because my dad, he's going through some health issues right now. Um, he's getting up there in age, going through some health issues. I'm thinking, oh, maybe I can swing by and pop in and visit with him for a day or two and then then uh, then come home like yeah. over a weekend if I can find some cheap airfare. That'd be awesome. That'd be doable. It'd be so yeah. great to see him. I did just get a little red flag from my sister. She's Uh-oh. listening to the show today. Okay. Um, her daughter has a voucher because a epic high school trip to North Dakota got completely canceled during the pandemic. Uh-huh. So she's had this airline voucher that's about to expire. Uh-huh. So she said she was looking at trying to help her daughter use them. And in October, it was going to be over 300 bucks, not the uh, 211 uh, So I just texted her and see if she responded. Um, yeah, she was checking a Thursday to a Sunday. Mm. So I wonder if some of those really cheap prices... Or if you're flying on the low peak days. Could be, yeah. You know, like the one flight I keep, I'm trying to talk my mom to come here for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Um, I have her, to get it affordable, I have her flying out Thanksgiving morning. Yeah, the whole plane Because I'm like, mom, we're going to do all the cooking. (laughs) You just hop on the plane, relax, watch a movie, and when you get here, we'll have a big feast. That sounds good. But I haven't talked her into it yet. Really? What's what? What's why is she holding back on that? Sounds well, perfect. she'd have to choose between families. She'd miss out on everything that's going on in Jupiter. Yeah. Hmm. Versus coming here to be with got a bunch two of families here in Jupiter, right? Yeah, um, and warmer weather. I got gotcha. you. Yeah.